Welcome to the podcast that passes poor performance on pop culture. I'm one of your hosts, Darren Duncan, alongside with my best friend, Audie Marsh. We're just a couple of cool cats casually causing some chaos with conversation. We're here to entertain you, not hurt your feelings, so don't blame us. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast live every Friday at 9 p.m. Central, I am your host, Axel Rose. <laughs> oh, my God. Welcome to the jungle. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> this episode will be about jungles. Yeah. Oh, my. F- and bandanas. <laughs> We're like one of those fucking headlining bands that make everybody wait an hour before we come on stage. Oh, let me tell you who's the worst. R- riffraff really did Dude, he, he did the, that the worst ever like it was oh he's going on at 10 it's like almost 12 and everybody's no like way. he's like that hiking. long dude it was it was jesus right he's probably back there getting fucked up like oh yeah i played a show with twisted one time there they used to be on like icp's label and shit yeah and they took like an hour and like they fucking they dim the lights and the music would stop and everyone would freak out. Lights go back on. Music starts playing again. It's like, dude, we get it. You want to build hype. But that shit sailed 45 fucking minutes ago, man. <laughs> now I'm just tired and shit. Yeah, like my buzz is wearing off, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't leave. Yeah. Oh, dude, you have no idea. I was like, fuck this. Because yeah, you I... slam your couple beers because you're fucking ready to get up front row or get as close as you can to the stage. And then it's like 45 minutes ago and you're like, fuck this shit. Yeah. I don't understand it. And, it. and they bring on like these no-namer hype people, like rap concerts. Do they? Do they? Is that across the board? Because this is what. Yeah, I they hear. always have hype men. Like when yeah. I saw uh, Ben can attest to this. We saw Ra the Rugged Man, really fucking awesome uh, white rapper from the East Coast, and he had like his niece with him, and like some random black dude from Chicago, and they just basically say, like your rhyming words. You know mm. what I mean? Like the yeah. end of every every bar, they'll just you. Yeah! They'll fucking say that shit. You know, like a fucking backup kinda, singer. Kind of like whenever we used to legally download music from like LimeWire and Napster, and the yeah, random yeah. DJ would come on. Yeah, DJ, Still this is illegal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Check us out at forfuture.com. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Stop doing the fucking song. Yeah, they all did that shit. And uh, like, usually they got like a a white t shirt or a towel to swing around their fucking head and shit. Like it's a goddamn rodeo show. Yeah, uh, it's fucking absurd. I think yeah. rap concerts are the worst. Me personally, like I I did not fucking I don't like them either. Like, uh, I saw Yellow Wolf. I loved Yellow Wolf's music. And, dude, it was, like, one of the worst concerts I've ever been to. It was so boring. Um, we should probably announce, since people are asking, no, Brandon Chipetti had to cancel with us tonight. I hope that you still watch our show. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> but he fucking forgot. The guy owns his own gym. Because, like, he told me, he's like, I forgot my laptop at the gym. And Audie's like, 
who the fuck takes a laptop to? I'm like, no, he owns his own gym. Like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I I didn't get it. I was like, he's why, fucking why lying. He... <laughs> he's full of shit. Yeah, no, we're gonna fucking have to reschedule with him, man. Hopefully, we'll get him back on Friday. I'm disappointed about it, but it just it fucking happens. Unfortunately, yeah. What can you do? Yeah, he's a he's a real busy dude as it is, and I'm not paying him anything. So for him to come on the fucking podcast is in itself super fucking yeah. cool. We'll get him on. Sorry that it's not tonight, though. It happens. Yeah, it happens. He's not the first person we've had to reschedule with, and probably won't be the last. But um, nope. speaking of motherfuckers of like taking long time to like get on stage and shit like that. Um, what I would like to do is we should get like an opener, dude, like a podcaster opener. I want to start, you know what? We'll keep this off the podcast. I'll talk about to you in private. I have an idea oh, of what we, of what we should do. Bring a guest on like a, no, 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 no. I'll just, uh, like an all time guest or, no, it's like I want to start. All fucking now I want to start here. my own network. I want to start my own fucking podcast network. That don't may, don't blame us. Podcast network where other podcasts like fledgling podcasters that want to start their own podcast show get a hold of us. We will put you on our network. We can work out them using our Streamyard, but they pay to have access to the Streamyard link, and then we promote their shit. We're all on the same network. And we fucking, like, they go on before us, we go on after them, and it'd be like a fucking straight-up show. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Because, like, nobody wants to pay 50 bucks for StreamYard. It's like, well, we can give it to you cheaper if you want to fucking be a part of our network. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's something that we'd have to work all the bugs out and find some podcasts that are worthy you know what I'm saying? Of putting them on the fucking network. But I'd love to start a network. That was... uh. That's a good idea. idea. Like a record label, but for podcasters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just blew my mind, dude. Like, I just want to clap for you, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have never thought of that. Yeah, dude. Uh, I think that'd be a fucking great idea. That'd be be pretty cool. Hell yeah, man. So uh, anything else you want to talk shit about music-wise? Any other musicians that you think fucking... Or so, super fucking lame. The Yellow Wolf concert was terrible. It, I was just like, oh my god, this sucks. I left. I mean, I had to leave because Dora got kicked out, but I would have <laughs> left anyway. <laughs> I uh, I went to... There's a club in Panama City Beach called Club La, club La Vila. And it's like the biggest nightclub in the world at its in the time, and it's now shut down. Uh, but they would have... Um, I've seen several concerts there. Bad Company, Little Wayne apparently was there, and a, sh- a shooting popped off one year. Um, the Shop Boys. I don't know if you ever remember the Shop Boys. Party, Party Like a Rockstar. Remember that shit back in the day? Yeah, yeah, I do. Dude, that's that like was their, their only best. song they ever had, right? Yeah, and that's all they sung at this concert. It was the worst concert ever. Like... Yeah, I don't mean to shit on rap or anything because I like rap, but I don't like rap concerts, man. Yeah, it was it was fucking horrible. Um, I saw Puddle of Mud there. That was a good concert. I know a lot of people bag on Puddle of Mud, but well, the singer's just turned into a shithead lately. He's like, he'll come out and fucking play. You know, he'll quit, walk off stage like before they're even into their third song, and 
I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's playing in bars and not arenas and he's pissed to come play in front of 20 people. And if they're not moving or whatever, and then he's like, fuck this and he'll walk off stage. Yeah. I don't people, I don't get it. Like, like you've got a big platform. Save your fucking money. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's it, dude. Just go to Spotify or YouTube. Yeah. But I mean, (laughs) if you, if you fucking hit one of Matt was Matt Santora was a great guest to have because he really fucking hit it on the head about a lot of these bands. Like they're not fucking rich, dude. But if you do happen to be one of those bands like Puddle of Mud, I'm sure that they were rich at one time in their careers. And it's like, save your fucking money. Don't put it in your nose or your vein or your, you know, stomach or whatever. Put it in a bottle. Save your fucking money. Right. Go ahead, Audie. No, it's. uh... (sighs) Who was it? I can't remember who it was. I think it was the lead singer of uh, was it what's the, what's the lead singer of Creed? What's his name? Scott Stapp. Yeah, that dude is like super weird, dude. Like I follow him on uh, Instagram, Instagram and stuff, and like just some of the stuff he says and do, and I'm just like, dude, like what happened to you? <laughs> like I, I, I'll say I liked Creed growing up just for the simple fact they were from Tallahassee. I lived right next to Tallahassee. They made like one good CD. Uh, but as we get, it seems like as you get older and the artists get older, older, but you get come, you, you, you become an adult and you're kind of like self-aware of everything opposed to look at this cool CD and just listen to music. I guess more or less social media came along where you can actually follow their lives. You're like, right. Weird motherfucker. Yeah. No, (laughs) you know, like I could totally uh, see that. The only yeah. thing I give Scott Stapp props for is Fred Durst came on stage at like some festival that Limp Biscuit and Creed were playing. And Fred Durst was like, this guy's a fucking egomaniac. Fuck him, whatever. <clears throat> and the singer of Creed, leather pant, dove releasing, wearing motherfucker. He challenged Fred Durst to a fucking celebrity boxing match and was like, all the money will go to fucking charity. What's up? Let's fucking fight. And Fred Durst is like, I don't want to resort to violence. It's like, bitch, you have a song called Break Stuff. The <laughs> fuck you mean you don't want to resort to violence? Then shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but Scott Stapp was ready to knock that skinny motherfucker out. They're both Florida boys. That's right? fucking hilarious. Yeah, I, I think Scott probably would have beat the shit out of Limp Bizkit, but I see all these memes recently of like, there's two types of people in this world. Those that like Limp Bizkit and those that lie about it. <laughs> I'm like, fuck Limp Biscuit, dude. When I was a teenager, I loved them, but I didn't yeah. know any better. And now I'm just like, I can't stand it. I can't even go back and listen to the shit that I liked, like Significant Other. I can't stand it. Oh, that was my favorite CD, man. No, it was mine. I if I had to it. pick one. And like, even when Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog Flavored Water came uh, out, I liked it. But I was a kid. I was like fucking junior high. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. But I listened to it as an adult. I'm like, this shit's fucking terrible. <laughs> that dad vibe song was pretty fucking cool though i like that and uh my homeboy bob pointed something out to me i never realized about them is that it's all satire i never thought and like once you realize it's satire then you can fucking get into it and be like okay i get it the whole yeah all that shit he's like making fun of corny white boy rappers i guess because i always thought like dude this is the corniest white guy of all time but People have told me that it's supposed to be that way on purpose, but I don't know. Either way. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I thought it was. Yeah. And he got older and I don't know. 
Well, that's what I'm, it's, it's all satire. That's why like, he does it all like slow now and the gray wig and fucking like, even like their concert. That's like not energetic at all. Cause they're like trying to be like their dads and they're just like fucking chilling out, like all lazy yeah. and shit. But yeah, it's just, no. it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I don't like it. I, I do know, uh, speaking of bands, uh, one emailed us. I'm not going to mention names cause I don't want to like ruin it or like, I guess projected as if they're coming on but it was pretty cool then they reached out to us um i listened to a couple of their songs it sounded pretty good so i'm not going to mention any names but that is something to look forward to in the future is that they do want to come on this show and i thought that was kind of cool um someone out there other than close friends are actually watching us so i think that's pretty exciting yeah it was very you cool to get that when you uh told me about that email that was awesome they're a real up-and-coming band yeah. i'm sure a lot of people have heard about them um, I, the name was super like familiar. Like I know that name somewhere, but I don't know who it was. And then when the email said that, like some of the members in this, in this band were in some other really fucking popular yeah. bands back in the day. So I was like, Oh shit. And I thought it was fucking sweet that they reached out to us. Like yeah. we like your podcast. We want to come on. And it was like, Oh fuck man. That's awesome. Yeah. I I thought it was a, a like a scam email because you know I get those a lot. Hey, review our product and but you have to buy it. But no, it's really professional. Uh, you know her, uh, I guess it's her marketing agent or somebody. It was all legit. I was like, holy crap, this is the real deal. And I I showed you. I was like, look at this shit, dude. We got people hitting us up. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you want to yeah. come on? Come on, you know. <laughs> right. That's totally cool. That sounds fucking awesome. So. Uh, I don't know. The topic is supposed to be true crime because we'd have no idea what the fuck we were going to do. Yeah, this because is because we we had a guest lined up and it, it fell through. Well, this um, is our at plan the very B. Fucking last minute. That's why we're an hour late because we were like waiting, waiting, hoping we could still make it work, and we just couldn't make it work tonight. So we're gonna have to reschedule yeah. with them. So and that's fine. We can talk true crime. I'm I'm down for it. Interesting that you you even mentioned it because I was going to go into it with the. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people was familiar with the uh, the Chris Watts case. I know it happened back in 2018. It was all over uh, Netflix, and it, now it's just watered down all over YouTube and these other documentaries. But uh, I was I, I've been drawn to it since I watched it because I I was talking to you the other night. I was like, you know that that documentary that came on Netflix with the Chris Watts. Uh, I was like, and I said, you, you did you watch it blindly? I was like, I legit went in and watched that like, like off the cuff, didn't know what was going on. Brittany was like, sit down, watch this. Um, and you even said that too. You were like, yeah, I watched it blind too. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. And like, what is it, like 30 minutes into it, you know, into the documentary. And I don't know if the listeners has ever seen it, but. If you haven't, I it's it's called the what the the American. God, what's it called? I don't fucking know. I can't Keep remember, talking and I'll find out. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I think it's like the American Mur or something next door. Um, but even thirty minutes thirty minutes into the shit, you know, the, the, he went over to the neighbors. It's like, oh, it's our surveillance. You know, the cameras caught some stuff. Um. And even the neighbor was like, man, this dude's acting weird. And just by some of his demeanor, I looked at Brittany. I was like, this is the fucking killer. Like, just off the bat, just but the way she already knew, right? Yeah, I think she already because I was I was in the back room. She's like, yo, you need to come watch this. Um, but yeah, she had already done her 
her research and shit. And she just looked at me and kind of gave me one of those like shut the fuck up type of looks. But I was like, this is the fucking killer right here. Like yeah, it's, it's called it. American murder. The family next door. Yeah. The, yeah. I knew it was like something next door, but didn't she sell that fucking that shit that like Britney used to sell? Yeah. To? So listen to this. She's like one of the first bitches to get into it. Right. Like one of them. Um, so Britney used to sell the thrive stuff too. And her, uh, I guess mentor. I don't know. It's like a pyramid thing. I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for it. It's like a pyramid scheme. Um, <laughs> I'm just being honest. No, they uh, all are. They all are. <laughs> uh, like this higher tier, uh, thriver was really fr- good friends with Brittany. And, uh, we have another really good, uh, friend of ours that's into it. And they turned Brittany onto it. Well, like you have to be like a 400 K, which means you sell, you are, you sold like 400, thousand dollars worth of this shit and now you're like tier like this person the company has bought them mercedes and shit like they're up there well she went to that convention with uh uh shannon 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 that's that's chris's watts wife the one he married and she knew her from the thrive shit so i actually know somebody that actually knew her uh which is wild how small of a world it is but uh yeah, they she was a big thriver. They call them thrivers or whatever. Um, a huge thriver. Um, and she was all over social media. Um uh, and on top of that, I, I think it was um when I if if you haven't watched well, to the viewers or the listeners that haven't watched it, um the night she came home from that same convention that everybody went to. Brittany even mentioned about going to that convention too, about saving up the money to go up there with her friends. Uh, but that's the night she came home. And I believe it was that morning she was murdered of coming back from that same convention that uh, Brittany talked about for like the whole year. It's like, I want to go, I want to save the money and just go with friends. And I'm just like, that's a fucking waste. Don't do it. Um, but I thought that was pretty wild of like someone knew her, you know, um, I, I probably need to ask, and get up with them and just like pick their brain on it, you know, because someone who actually knew her, that's wild. Uh, yeah. And, and another thing is um, speaking of this story, and I'll get more into it. Um, I've reached out to the responding officer uh, that is in that documentary, and I'm just waiting for an email back. Um, I would love to have him on and talk about his experience. I don't want to go into the actual case I, I get it it's all over netflix um but certain departments will sign like ndas how they can't like talk about certain things so i took that in consideration when i asked i was like look you know I, I in the email it was more or less your experiences as a law enforcement officer responding to that i mean what are the odds of you responding to a normal health and welfare and it turns into the largest well-known murder in the world you know, and that's where I wanted to reach out. And if we could get him on on the podcast, man, that would be the shit. Um, yeah, because you you found out who he was and everything. So yeah, we, gotta, we just got to get a hold of him. Yeah, if, if I can, and, and and it'll just be solely questions on his experience. It won't so much be related to the case because I don't know what his department's policy is when it comes to certain things. But I would still like to pick his brain on, like, you know, I've went to health health and welfare checks as a law enforcement officer. And, and, you know, I don't, I don't like the word routine, but normally it's, 
someone was asleep, they couldn't get a hold of them, or they were just gone. The family member called. But this one was like questions I'd want to ask him, like, well, did you did you have a different feeling for this one? Was it just a normal, like, hey, I'm going to go check on this person that ain't answering the phone because a concerned family member? You know, just stuff like that. Right. Um, I think it'll be a good episode, and I definitely hope he responds. Um, just for the simple reason, that'd be cool to talk to somebody who actually was there. You know, I, right. I would definitely ask him, you know, did you get the bullshit vibe from Chris? <laughs> Yeah, it was that. Uh, I don't know if it was that same cop or not, but when the neighbor was like, "Something's up with that dude. He ain't acting right." The cop got kind of pissed. Like, "Oh, you don't know what you're fucking talking about. You don't even know this guy. You don't know the yeah. situation. His wife's gone." I was like, "I bet he fucking put his fucking work shoe in his mouth <laughs> that fucking day." <laughs> I hope it ain't him, but whatever. He probably won't hear this episode. I think anyway. it is. <laughs> it might be. He'll check us out. Like this. These people want me on here. Let me check him out. <laughs> right, right. And they play this fucking twenty minutes into this one, and I'm over here. Yeah, he's fucking. <laughs> he was yeah. the guy that got pissed. That's fucking crazy, though. I wonder how many of those uh, welfare checks. I bet most of them are bullshit. You know, because uh, I, I don't answer to... the phone. I don't answer the door all the time. Like I almost fucking kicked the shit out of somebody one day because they were fucking calling me, texting me, blowing me up. I didn't answer. I didn't text back because I don't want to fucking talk to anybody. Leave me the fuck alone. Then he comes to my fucking house, knocks on my front door, hops my fence, knocks on my back door, starts knocking on my bedroom fucking window. And I'm like, this dude is going to get the shit beat out of him if he don't fucking go away. Next thing I know, a few minutes later, there were cops at my door. And I'm like, Jesus, you fucking little pussy. I don't want to talk to anybody. And you called the fucking cops on me? So then I had to go outside and shit, and then they're bitching about my fucking dog because my dog got out, and it's like, I almost got in trouble because of you, you little motherfucker. <laughs> if somebody don't answer their fucking door or their phones because they don't want to fucking talk to you, don't call the cops on yeah. them. I should have whooped his ass. I chased him down the fucking sidewalk, though, with my boxers. I was pissed. <laughs> I'll tell you who it was. man. Who Fuck was it? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I've told him a bunch of times. I'm like, stop coming to my house at eight o'clock in the morning. You know, I went to bed fucking two hours ago. Shit hammered. I stay up drinking all night long, dude. Don't come to my house at eight o'clock in the fucking morning. Who, who fuck was me? It? I'll tell you out of here because he might listen. <laughs> he knows who he is, though. I just don't want to embarrass him. But that shit think, pisses me off. I think I have an idea. If I don't fucking text you back, man, fucking not. I'll fucking get to you when I get to you. <laughs> you know, Darren's <laughs> dead. <laughs> right like, what the, that's automatically automatically what you thought like what the fuck man that's horrible god damn <laughs> oh i know it's fucking stupid but i get all this... fired up over i'm feeling all hot now i gotta take off my beanie and shit because i'm getting all pissed I'm, off i'm getting kind of fucking hot over here too <laughs> 10 years ago i hold grudges <laughs> you were that time <laughs> right motherfuckers god oh. damn it what I know I, I I I've been intrigued by this case just for the simple fact, uh, how he he well played it. Like for an example, I've been I've been in relationships I did not like. I wasn't in love anymore. I've been at the very bottom, you know, the whole blah 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 story. But never right. once did I ever think of doing something crazy of like killing someone to get out of something. Uh, I, I know a lot of people say that he was like 
harvesting something like this, like premeditated for years. But then some of them are like, no, he he did it to get out of what he was in now that he, you know. And then he meets some new chick. Yeah, like like what happened was is. uh, And I'm not victim shaming by no means, but. I feel like she was a little controlling. And that just added to the the mixture of, you know, that toxic relationship. I, I don't think she was and no one's a saint in any marriage. You know, no one's perfect. But right. And I think a lot of her. Uh, belittling. I got, that, I got that vibe, too. For, I mean, yeah, I never met this you? girl. Yeah. Well, outside looking in, just seeing the fucking documentary. I was yeah. kind of thinking, like, man, she seems kind of a bitch, <laughs> you know, like, you know. And then we're, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying she deserved to die. No, I'm no, just nobody saying, did. You know? But like, just some of the way she, she, some of the things she did, and 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 some of the videos of you watched him, he just looked miserable, you know, like <laughs> he looked like a married man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looked married. Right, <laughs> he was married as fuck. Oh my god! But, but like. You know, she leaves for like five weeks, goes back to North Carolina. He's like already hooked up with another chick from work. Um, you know, the typical like, I'm not happy, but I'm gonna stray away and do my own thing. And I, I'll never understand the like, like you were talking earlier about killing to get out of it. Like they're too scared of a divorce. Like, oh, I don't want to break her heart, but you'll break her fucking neck. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you will look this bitch in the eye and choke her to death and your own kids. Like, oh yeah. Don't get me what? started on that. Yeah. Dude. We'll hit that. But it's like, just fucking man. I believe me. I've wanted to kill people. You know what I'm saying? But like never children, obviously, but like, and it never like to get out of a relationship. It, but it's it was like, your, yours and mine was more out of anger. Like yeah, right. Like fuck this bitch. Anger. Like this you know bitch I mean? broke my heart. I'm gonna fucking punch her in the face a bunch of times, you know, until she like, dies. Like <laughs> his his was absolutely and like just to up. get out of because he didn't want to face like the in laws yeah. and the mom and dad, his own parents, and tell his kids like oh mom and dad are splitting up and the perfect couple and all this shit. And like and it, go through that, but it's like you'll fucking kill him instead. Like, yeah. dude, like, what are you like? Get where, a goddamn divorce or fake yeah. your own death or something. Yeah, like kill your Fuck. own self. <laughs> <laughs> right? It like you know, sucks like, that know. bad. Why like, are you gonna kill everybody else? Kill yourself. Fuck. Yeah, it, I'm, not, I'm not saying suicide's okay either, but no. Jesus Christ. But I would, I would have much rather have seen him kill himself than those two beautiful. It girls, would have been a much less you know? of a sad story if that motherfucker <laughs> we was found in his closet. Know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, Fuck I just that guy. like like what would possess you to go all the way to like because you know he thought of this like he's like all right she's gonna come home we're gonna have sex I'm gonna choke her I'm gonna make it look like she killed the kids it's like dude like it doesn't work that way like you're going to get caught and right and, there's and, no perfect crime these yeah, days when it comes you, to shit like that. You can't get like if you did this shit back in like the 30s and 40s, you might have got away with it, you know. Now, right, or, or unless you're like a running back for a football team or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Unless you play 
professional football. Watch, and all the listeners are going to be pissed off at me. Like, OJ wasn't even a running back. How dare oh. you? I don't fucking know what he was. All I know is that he started out as a tight end, and now that he's in prison, he's wide receiving like oh. a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm oh, talking oh. about his butt, though. Not his <laughs> all, all I know is that he did that shit. He did that shit. <laughs> he did that shit. We're going to make a fucking t-shirt, bro. We're going to have Don't Blame <laughs> Us podcast t-shirts that say OJ did that shit. <laughs> Matter we'll put we'll put like drink milk OJ will kill you. <laughs> don't drink don't drink the juice or it'll kill you. No, dude, drink rippets OJ will kill you. <laughs> we gotta it's holler perfect. at Rippet and make sure yeah, it's tell okay. Them like yo. <laughs> Speaking of t-shirts, though, we just put in an order for t-shirts, so they will be coming here very soon. But I I think I. Man, I'm dead ass serious. I think our next t-shirts are going to say OJ did that shit. <laughs> Don't Let's blame do us. It. Don't blame us. OJ did that shit. We'll do Hell a yeah. limited run of them. Like, they'll just yeah. be limited to a few. We'll just That's do like awesome. 25 or something. OJ did that shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drink milk. OJ will kill you. I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck OJ Simpson. Oh, absolutely. Um, and Chris Watts. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, that motherfucker. Like, that dude is just like, I you know we'll get on the kids, man. Like, like how can you look your children in the face and kill them? How, how yeah, do you do that? and like he left one in the car and yeah. drugged the one out, killed her, and the the little girl like knew what was going on or whatever. Meanwhile, the mom was dead, right in the back. Yeah, seat. she was in the I think in the back seat or in the back or something. Oh, mom's sleeping. Like, since when does she fucking take naps yeah. in the bed of the truck? Yeah, dude, like, and he's younger than me. I think he's like 36. Really? But I just think, yeah, I just think there was just so much more uh, behind it than what the documentary put out. Because, you know, they filed for bankruptcy in like 2015. Then uh, they bought that new big ass house. I, I just think they were like, uh, I think she projected uh so much of what she wanted the world to see him as right but i think internally it was this worse. fucking american dream yeah i think it was yeah. worse white than picket what... fence right Absolutely. all that bullshit yep i think it was worse than what they projected and you know it, it, he i i just i think he made like a stupid fucking decision out of his head like if i kill him i can get away with it and i can live happily with this chick and it yeah it just doesn't work that way i'm glad he got caught i'm glad maybe, that, they, uh, maybe everything was perfect in her mind you know yeah and, and him he's just that little pussy with no fucking backbone and he fucking Absolutely. he you know he took that crazy ass way out because it, apparently everything wasn't perfect but maybe it was in her eyes and those little girls yeah. probably a hundred percent you know it's wild. Steven, we're talking about Chris Watts, uh, the Chris Watts uh, case. I know, like, I know this isn't as taboo as killing your wife, but I know some people don't, like, think that spanking is wrong. And, like, I'll fucking spank my kids, but, God damn it, I feel terrible afterwards, yeah. you know? Or even just yelling at them and shit. I'm like, God damn it, did you really have to fucking act yeah. like that? Like, you, did it, you fucking go overboard? But it's like, this motherfucker choked them to death. And then put him in what an oil drum or like a drum. fucking like yeah this big like eighteen foot drum like they were garbage like Dude. And no then, funeral and then, no nothing like no. Just, no no closure no like buried you know, her I've, 
I've been to so many fucking funerals and dealt with death my whole life. And it's like closure is a thing. Like you want closure, but for something like that to just chuck your fucking child down a hole. Bye. See you later. And Sorry, it was like know? nine inches. It was like this big dude. And these, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like visually I, I get a visual uh, and that's, that's insane. You know, these, these are pretty, you know, these children were, you know, you're talking about a hole like this. Yeah. Just disgusting, dude. And then he buries her like in a shallow grave, like 30 yards behind the, the tanks. Yeah. How'd he get caught? So he initially, he, uh, he was like, uh, she killed, she killed the kids and then I killed her. You know, that was his initial story in the documentary. Yeah. But how'd he get caught in the, to begin with? Like, so they eventually just start interrogating it, him and then the he stories, to yeah, they interrogated the shit out of him. And it was like, the, all the stories he's telling us is not adding up. It's basically right. what they got. And he, and he failed a polygraph. Um, they hit him with a polygraph and that's what, that's what like triggered everything else. And he was like, she killed him and I killed her. And then they were like, no, that didn't right. happen either. So they brought his father in yeah, and the, I remember the, that. the investigator walks out and he just like, Bleh. confessed it to his dad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, like confessed to his dad. His dad was like, what the? You know what I mean? He was just yeah. like, dude. And and it was a recorded room. Like they had to know. Like, dude, that's another thing about this documentary. Again, Stephen wants to know the documentary is called American Murder: The Family Next Door. It is on mm-hmm. Netflix. The what the 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 coolest thing about this documentary, in my eyes, is how it's all found footage. It's like the Blair yeah. Witch of fucking documentary. There's no after the fact interviews it's all fucking cop camera body cam shit neighbors fucking security camera cctv it's all found footage dude so it's like you're right fucking there in it all like uh, like a fly on the wall dude yeah steven you gotta watch it man it's probably one of the best well it'll break your fucking heart dude put together documentaries like after watching that i almost wanted to watch it again that's Mm -hmm. how good it was i was like man this is fucking gnarly like like the way they just put it together and, and it was you know, really most, good yeah most documentaries it's some asshole sitting in a corner talking about this is the worst thing i've ever seen in my life yeah it's all after you know. the fact shit yeah. another thing i want to tell this is free advice to all of our listeners don't take polygraph tasks never <laughs> go to a second location and i don't care how long you're interrogated for if you didn't do it don't fucking admit to it <laughs> Dude, I got interrogated for hours as a teenager because my fucking homeboy broke into a school and stole a bunch of money. People automatically, a school, a mo- money, really? Yeah, we went to a fucking alternative school and the teacher sold candy and shit. Like, f- it was fucking stupid. But like full-size candy bars, he would sell them to us and like chips and pops and he would sell them to us. And he had this fucking tin of money and it was like full of money. And my homeboy knew about this and he broke into the school stole it and when he got fucking caught he said i helped him and it was his goddamn brother that helped him i didn't fucking help him it was his fucking brother that helped him and i fucking got picked up and interrogated for hours and hours and hours and they told me everything that i supposedly did and what i was supposedly wearing and i didn't fucking do it and i sat there it was probably like 12 hours and i'm like nope didn't fucking do it and they were getting so pissed asking me to take a polygraph i'm like nope because those things are bullshit 
a third guy walked in like the polygraph guy and got in my fucking face. He's like, you know everything, right? You're a fucking genius. I've been doing polygraph tests longer than you've been alive and all this shit. I'm like, I'm not fucking doing it. Fuck you. And then uh, they finally let me go because I'm like, the only reason why I haven't walked out now is because I just missed the whole fucking day of school. And I'd rather be here laughing at you guys on the inside than be at school. And they were fucking pissed, dude. Then he wow. finally told, yeah, then he finally told me that I could leave because he was sick of all the fuck yous. And I'm like, I never once said fuck you. He's like, no, you didn't. But you did say this is bullshit a lot. I'm like, okay, I said this is bullshit, but I never once said fuck you. And he's like, well, this is bullshit is like a fuck you to me. I'm like, dude, you're a detective. Something can't be like something. It has to be like exactly what it is. So if you went to fucking court and they want verbatim and you're like, he said, this is bullshit. But I mean, basically he said, he told me to go fuck my wife. You know, like what? You're a fucking detective, dude. You can't, you know, so you're putting words in my mouth. That's what you're doing. Is that what you fucking do as a detective? If that's the case, sign me up, daddy-o. I got several things to put in your mouth, you fucking cunt. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I fucking hate that. And dude, what's even crazier is he's the fucking head fucking guy of the Belvedere Police Department now. Wow. He's the fucking chief of police. He's the first person to ever give me a ticket. My fucking friend was giving me a ride on the handlebars of his bicycle. And I got a ticket for that. You got a for that. ticket for that? Yeah. This, this, hey, we're not getting off topic. This is true crime. I broke the fucking law. Like, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I didn't even know it was a fucking law. Wow. I was, my friend was giving me a ride on the handlebars of his fucking bicycle. And this fucking big dick fucking new rookie cop pulls us over and starts being a total fucking prick, dude. And wrote me a $75 goddamn ticket. For my friend, give me a fucking handle, a ride on the handlebars of his bike. Now, if I didn't get all mouthy and lippy and talk a bunch of shit, I probably wouldn't have got a ticket. He probably just would have been like, don't do that. But I don't know, dude, because he was a total fucking dickhead from the time he got out of the car. So he was probably trying to fucking prove a point or trying to move up to be fucking chief of police someday. Because that dude followed me my whole fucking life and tried to bust me for shit I never fucking did, dude. Wow. Uh, my fucking homeboy one time set people's garbage on fire. They came to my fucking house. And like what's fucked up, the people who called the cops saw my friend light their garbage on fire, told them this person set my garbage on fire. That cop came to my fucking house wanting to arrest me for it. But they knew that this other fucking dude did it because they knew that I was friends with the guy. But oh I got God. fucked. I got fucked with by cops my whole fucking. Life. This is before the face tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> this is way before the face wow. tattoo, man. Yeah, you, you get the You're tattoo. Like, they quit fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, right. What the fuck, man? It's like you come to visit me, and you're like, I don't want to go to Rockford because the gangs. And it's like, well, you don't want to go to Belvedere because the cops. <laughs> like, I live right in between them. I'm in Cherry Valley. Go to Rockford, get shot by cops. Or I mean, by gangs, or go to Belvedere and get beat up by cops. It's like, and I fuck. I was like, whatever. That's where I live, fucking Cherry Valley, man. So whatever. So, <laughs> horror director, how are you, man? Finally, get to thank you live for your review. Been trying to let you know for some time. That's the uh, Jeremy who directed Vengeance. Oh, fucking amazing! Cool, dude. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Thank you very much. 
Uh, we we just had Peter Anthony on. Um, he was like our sixth guest, our sixth episode. So. Yeah. And uh, also, my song is on Vengeance Two Bloodlines. I can't fucking wait for Bloodlines to come out. Thank you so much for watching and leaving a comment. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That's uh the the shit with the Chris Watts shit. Uh, basically cut and dry. I, I, hopefully, Stephen, you watch it. Um, but but yeah, at the, at the end of the day, you know. I've done some things out of anger that I truly regretted and I've, and I'm sure you have, and I've done, I've made choices in life, you know, that's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. But like never, not once <laughs> have I ever wanted to kill somebody or my kids. You know what no. I mean? Like, it's like, I, I can't wrap my head around it. And, and this goes from like, this dude had everything, you know, like, he wasn't living on the streets. He wasn't like uh, a drug addict or anything like that. His wife was very beautiful. You know, she was not yeah. ugly. Um, I, I I just can't. I still can't fathom. Yeah, a sweet truck, a dope ass house. Yeah, dude. Like, like, why would you do that? He was even good looking. He seemed to be in good shape. Yeah, and shit. yeah. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't ugly at all. You know, it's like the American, the American fucking family. Yeah, know? exactly. Uh, but but yeah, I, I hope you wrong. Some people just can't be fucking happy, man. Like they always they always think the fucking grass is greener on the other side. It's like they never once thought to fucking water their own fucking lawn. You know what I'm saying? Take care yeah. of your own goddamn yard, motherfucker. Absolutely. Scott Peterson's another person in that category that like Lacey Peterson was gorgeous. Oh my god! And the, do you know this case, Scott? Peterson no, no. Talk to me. Talk. To oh me. man, this shit happened in Modesto, California. Lacey Peterson is just fucking crazy gorgeous, and she was pregnant as fuck, and her husband fucking killed her and threw her in the San Francisco Bay, like, anchored her down. They found her hair, like, in a pair of pliers that was in his boat. They found, like, concrete powder that was in his boat, and it's like, I didn't do it. (laughs) But it's like, oh, okay. And, like, dude, the chick he was cheating on his wife with looked like a goddamn crack whore. For reals, she was not pretty at all, and it was just absurd. And I guess he—it was like Christmas fucking Eve. He calls his mother-in-law. First words out of his mouth: "Lacey's missing." Not like, "Hey, have you talked to Lacey?" I haven't, you know, I haven't talked to her in a few hours. Just Lacey's missing. It's like you haven't talked to her in a few hours. What the fuck you mean she's missing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he fucked up right there. But anyway, uh, we don't we don't give advice on how to get away with murder. I'm just saying he fucked up, you know. <laughs> but so when the cops come to his house, they fucking instantly smell bleach, which is a huge fucking sign of you know cleaning blood and shit. But here's what's fucked up, dude. They, she was pregnant as fuck, like nine months pregnant. They found this baby like miles away, washed on shore. It was a coffin birth because pressure made this baby come out of her, the pressure from being underwater. And when they found her, I'm pretty sure she was armless, legless, and headless. Like they found just her fucking torso. And I'm thinking, because especially a pregnant woman, like first of all, bodies bloat and float. You know what I mean? They can pull up fucking pounds of weights. You could weigh a body down with a hundred pounds of concrete weights and they're going to pull that fucking weight up. And if they don't pull the weight up, they'll probably separate at the knees, at the joints. You know what I'm saying? After your body becomes mush and the tissue becomes mushy, 
your fucking kneecaps will probably just separate and you'll float to the top and your, you know, your feet. Yeah, you'll start. Yeah, you'll start falling apart. Right. And so I'm thinking that's what happened is she just her body separated from all the bloating and then she floated and it was a coffin birth. And what's fucking cool, I think it was uh, I think it was Bush um, Jr. He I forgot what he I think the, the name of the law is the name of the baby boy that was like that was the fetus it's like the something law cody law or whatever and so this this new law is if you fucking do something to a pregnant woman that's two counts so if you slap a pregnant woman in the face that's two charges of battery and they passed that law after scott peterson did that to his wife what was the motive behind it he was fucking some fucking teacher like some super skinny Yeah, like, not to body shame anybody. I'm not doing the fuck I wish I was skinny. But, like, this chick was, like, sickly skinny. Her name was Amber Fry, and she was not pretty at all, in my opinion. Beauty's in the eye (laughs) of the beholder. We've had some people tell us Megan Fox isn't hot. That's a good way to get blocked from my Facebook, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Audie knows what I'm talking about. Oh, I know exactly. How dare you? But, yeah, dude. (laughs) So, but, like, his wife was amazingly gorgeous. And the chick he was cheating with was not, in my opinion. And it's just, it's fucking crazy, dude, what happened. Um, So, but then this bitch, Amber Fry, made a goddamn book. Of course, she had to, right? Oh, yeah. She's going to make money off that. Yeah, she had to make a book. Fuck. I mean, everybody <laughs> yeah, wants not? to know what, what fucking, yeah. all she was was the other girl on the other phone <laughs> getting phone calls. You know, like, she didn't even know about Lacey. Like, why does anybody care about her fucking opinion? Why does this bitch have to write a book? You know what I mean? No, absolutely. Like, who yeah. gives a fuck? That's it's like when wow. fucking, remember when Will Smith fucking smacked Chris Rock like four or five years ago? Remember when yeah. that happened? Yeah. <laughs> at, wasn't it like at the MTV Music Awards? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then like Morgan Freeman comes out the woodwork and gives his opinion on it. And it's like, oh, thank God Morgan Freeman's here to tell us all how we should feel about it, you know? Thank you, Morgan. <laughs> Go fuck your niece again, you piece of shit. Fuck Morgan Freeman. He's never coming on the podcast anyway, so I don't give a fuck. But yeah, dude, Scott Peterson's a piece of shit. There is a a theory, though. Apparently, she was walking her dog, and like some, there was like this house across the street from them getting robbed. Like the same day Lacey Peterson went missing, the house across the street got broken into. Like right around the same fucking time, she usually leaves the house to walk her dog. And some people think she fucking saw these people breaking into her fucking neighbor's house and confronted them. What the fuck are you guys doing? And they abducted her. (laughs) But it's like, why was her hair in? I mean, hey, I get it. Okay, that's possible. But why was her hair in a pair of pliers in his boat? I get it, man. My old lady's hair is fucking everywhere in my house. And my daughter's hair, it's fucking all over the place, yeah. you know? You know how it is. You got a wife and daughter. But um, Absolutely. they fucking shed like goddamn chameleons. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I, and then they had fucking concrete powder in the boat. The house smelled like bleach. I mean, how often do you clean your house with fucking bleach, dude? Yeah, it's... I don't. I mean, I buy the fucking Mr. Clean bleach spray. But for your whole house, to, oh, yeah, I just cleaned you. Like, yeah, fucking right, dude. I think he did that shit. And uh, and why did the fucking whole theory of the robbers come out, like, years and years later? Like, where was this theory when it fucking first happened? 
Um, I do want to apologize to Audie Marsh's mother. I just found out she is watching. <laughs> I apologize for my mouth. <laughs> no, no, no. I, again, you know, I'm having issues with the comments. Yeah. Um, no, nah, man, don't filter it. You you do you. Uh, my, my mom knows I cuss, so. No, uh, I was just trying to be. No, I get like, it. I'm the friend he's always talking about in Illinois, by the way. <laughs> I'm the my bad influence a, on your son. No, my mom's a big supporter. She's like, when are y'all going live? And I was like, well, we're taking a break this week, mom. She's like, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, man. But, uh, What's crazy? Yeah, that whole crime happened in Modesto, and my dad lived in Modesto at one point in time. As I told you, he was like a greaser yeah, in the fifties in California. He, uh, I think he either lived in Modesto or very, very close to it. Because I remember when I told him about it, he was like Modesto. He's like, oh shit! I think he used to live there, or at least real close or something. So, like uh, recently, <clears throat> being that stationed in the army, I. The only information I get from my hometown is usually through my mom, friends, or or whatever, or Facebook. But apparently there was a she's popular and and, and this is me because it just this is me coming up with a story because it just hit me. I don't have any really information on it, but she's on Pornhub. Uh she was involved in a murder in my hometown. And she's like some well known porn star. And the gentleman that killed the guy in my hometown just got sentenced. Uh, I believe it was life. Um, so that was mind blowing too. Like Bonifay, Florida, how, like, where do you like, w- out of all things, a porn star ends up going to jail out of my little small hometown. You know, it's like, pfft. so me naturally, when I found out about the story, guess where I went to do my research? A porn website. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I went on there. I was like, oh, this bitch don't look familiar. <laughs> yeah, right. But, oh, my God. Even yeah, that was she a true was story. fucking airbrushed it, head to toe, though. It, you know, it, it, they and I don't even know why they killed the guy. Like, they were all hanging out, ended up, like, shooting the guy in the back of the head, and she was a witness and didn't say anything, and that's why she got 10 years. And then the dude that did pull the trigger got life. And then there was another accessory. Another guy got, like, 15 for, like, watching it, not telling, and then... I guess helping get rid of the body or something, but accessory. Uh, yeah, accessory uh, like you know, my like, uh my brother Tim who's dead now, he beat the fuck out of a guy and my other brother was just there. Like and he fucking he went to jail for quite yeah, a while. Like too. if you don't if you don't speak up, dude, you're just as guilty, man. Like if you witness that shit, like you <laughs> You better be leaving the scene and going and telling. I mean, that's, you know, right. you're, but you're, when, you're just as guilty. When it's your brother, though, like. No, I get it. No, absolutely. <laughs> that's a different scenario. You know what I mean? Like, like, that's fuck. I get it. Um, it, I don't know, man. It's wild what like what possesses people to do, like, kill another individual. Like, I, I get it. Anger, hate. But, like, just to up and, like murder your wife or girlfriend over another chick because that's an easy out right i I can't wrap my head around it It just doesn't make sense to me like and and you know you you compare them to like gacy Dahmer, bundy uh, ramirez and it's like those dudes were like bread murder serial killers like they were 
they their upbringing is what led them to do what they do. But then you get people like the Chris Watts, the individuals you're talking about, like just off the cuff, like you could do yeah, some heinous well, murder shit. I've always said, uh, I not always said, but like our other episode, uh, serial killer soup, it was called. Yeah, I I talk about different kinds of killers. There's process killers, product killers, mm-hmm. um, profit killers like H. H. Holmes. There's uh, there's fucking just like gunmen. There's mass shooters, and then there's like fucking ramp uh, rampage shooters or whatever. You know, like it's different. Um, I'm trying to think of what. Like, what would this be? Like, would it be a profit killer? Because it's not money, but necessarily they're they're thinking that they're going to benefit from this murder because they get out of a marriage and then they get to be with their new side chick. Yeah, they get like a new life. So I guess that would technically be a profit killing. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, or a lust. Uh, I mean, a lust killing, a, a crime of passion, I guess. Maybe not really crime of passion because that's like when you catch her cheating. Or something, you know what I mean? Like in the right. middle of it, and you fucking kill them both. And Eat a passion or something. Like, like fucking O.J. Simpson did. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crime of passion. Yeah, he did that shit. O.J. did that shit. <laughs> oh, uh, dude, can we please, we gotta, man, please, we just came out with new shirts. Please buy them so then we can take that money and get new shirts new shirt. that say O.J. did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's gonna be awesome, dude! I yes, that's that. So I, I don't. That's our next shirt. I don't give a fuck. Absolutely. So I know this is a little off topic, and I'll talk about it because I don't care. Uh, I recently just had a uh, colonoscopy. Col- colon colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. Colon colonoscopy. Yeah, that's it. I knew that would trigger you because you're a person of words. Uh, <laughs> so. You know, pre-op is the day before, and I'm talking to the lady, and like I'm just asking them like weird questions because it's just what I do, uh, and I'm like, so the stuff they're gonna put me to sleep with, uh, is this, you know, like what what's the drug called? Like what is it? And uh, the lady was like, it's hypnosil. Uh, yeah, she no, that's it, what they give the kids a nightmare on Elm Street so they don't dream. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> It was called like propanol or propanol, propanel or some shit. Propanol. To make you but, fall uh, asleep? Yeah. So I was like, and I got to thinking because I read an article. I was like, and I asked her, I was like, that I was like, that's the shit that killed Michael Jackson, wasn't it? And she's like, Yeah, exactly. So she just went in depth with like the story behind it. She's like, you know, if some if someone was just over there watching over him and and wake him up and, and would have woke him up, we would have still had Michael Jackson. And I was like, so what happens if I stop breathing? Cause it's a, a cardiac depressant. Like it slows everything down. And like ninja what, focus. It slows down the heart rate. Yeah. No, oh, absolutely. And then you pass out, which I don't know why right. a ninja would do that. But uh, so she's like, yeah, it's a depressant, you know? And I was like, so if I stop breathing, how, like, what do you do to wake me up? Like, what, how do you get me to start breathing? Cause you know, your, your mind slows down. It, your brain doesn't tell you to, to breathe anymore. Cause you're so fucking, you know, isolated in the, into this right. drug. This She's is like, in the middle of a colonoscopy. You think they'd just jam that some bitch in there a little harder. Yeah. And wake or right like, the fuck up. or just like ring it like a bell, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Oh my uh, God. 
But she's like, all I would do is I would press behind your ear and I would tilt your chin up and that stimulates the brain to start breathing again. So oh, I was wow. like, yeah, I was like, so you, so the person that, that administered this drug to Michael Jackson, that's all they could have done. And they could, we could have still had Michael Jackson. She's like, yep, yeah, pretty much. So I was like, wow. And then I thought about it all day. And, you know, I was like, man, we would have still had Michael Jackson if the asshole wouldn't have. And I think he got like three years in prison for that. The the guy that gave him the, the sleep medicine or whatever. I mean, he killed Michael Jackson in a sense. You know, he wasn't observing him while he did that. But Yeah, he should have got way less time than that. <laughs> should have did like fuck 12 that. months. I mean, fuck, OJ did more than that and he stole his own shit. <laughs> exactly. Fuck him. But uh, I guess uh, we got I, we got a listener here, Nicole. She's a. Uh, She's a nurse, and she says it opens the airway. She said it was called propanol. Yeah, propanol. Yeah. Once they stop the meds, you start breathing. But, like, so, so I don't know if it's propanol, pro, propofol, whatever. I don't know. Propofol. Someone else just said propofol. But anyway, so why did Michael Jackson have that? Did he take it to get high? Or no, what the fuck? Because he, he, he was an uh, addict, wasn't he? Yeah, he had, like, I think, like, sleep. He, he just couldn't ever sleep. I guess he'd stay up for days. Well, molesting take- children is exhausting. You'd think you'd fucking get hella sleep. That right. piece of shit. Uh, and I think he, uh, I, I even asked the doctor, I was like, or the anesthesia, you know, I was like, how do you get a hold of this? Like, how does someone on the streets, and, and that was a dumb question because like people get fentanyl and, you know, you can get everything off. Yeah, the be careful asking shit like that because they'll put you on a fucking list like they put on me. I told you, but mine's I'm on a list for different reasons because I look like a fucking drug addict because I got neck and face tattoos. But yeah, they'll put you on a fucking list if you start asking too many no, questions I, about dude, drugs. Dude, I look, I was asking the questions on the simple fact for me. I was like, you're putting this shit in me. I need to know what the hell it does. Right. And you, you know, you and, see, and you're I did a way ask. more, you're trustworthy person when they look at you compared to me. So like, they're probably like, Oh, this guy doesn't want to get high. Oh, fuck this guy. We're not right. giving this guy anything. We're yeah. going gonna to keep him awake the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. God damn. Yeah, you guys like, I knew I shouldn't ask that question about the fucking propanol. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it's called. Propofol. Pro- Drew says propofol. 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 Whatever. It's fucking it's a hell of a draw. Fall your ass asleep. <laughs> and the next day, I went in, had the procedure, and uh, they put me in the recovery position on my left side. My ass, naked ass, is hanging off. It's cold as shit in this room. And uh, I remember, and, and the 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 guy administering the drug, I was sitting there bullshitting with him. He puts the mask on me, and I was like, and I said this too. I was like, I'm gonna fight this. I'm gonna try to see how long I can stay awake. And he's like, all right. And then he pushes one series. Cause it was like two shots in my vein or whatever. He pushes one and I'm sitting there on my side and he's like talking to me and like the whole room starts doing this. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> and he pushes that second one. And I was like, done. Bam. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, uh, hell like I have a, I don't know, man. It, it was, it was fucking weird. Um, Sounds like basically that's how they put dogs to sleep. Right. You know, it, like they a, give them a medicine to fucking knock them out, so they just go to sleep, and, and then they give them another one that's like that overdose or whatever. Yeah, I, I that wonder if that's the same heart. shit they do for lethal injection. Is that the same shit they use? I don't know. You'd have to ask Doctor Kavorki in that one. Oh, yeah. I Remember, kids, dead. malpractice makes mal perfect. <laughs> but 
<laughs> yeah, dude. I don't I don't know what they would do, but I, I always thought it was funny speaking of lethal injections that like they take a fucking alcohol swab and they like sanitize the surface before they stick the needle in. Like, <laughs> I hope he doesn't get an infection. Yeah. <laughs> like what <laughs> really? It's fucking this dude's, this dude's on his deathbed like, and help give yeah. me your hand. I gotta let me get yeah. some germs off, baby. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like God forbid he gets fucking yeah. gangrene in the grave. Yeah. Oh my god, he gets hep C from a used needle. Yeah, that sounds like a black metal song, Gangrene in the Grave. <laughs> the fuck but, is wrong with him? But yeah, I just go back to that drug, you know, it, it's definitely scary on how something like that can just you're done, dude. Like you're sitting there, you're like talking to the doctors, and then the next thing you know, you're getting woke up like an hour and a half later. That is scary. Like, I wonder if that's what roofie, like if, you know, people who get roofied, I wonder if that's what they feel like. Like, is that the extent, you know, is that, is that how it works? You know, if that is, that's scary as shit. Cause I, I went to sleep and I had people playing with my butthole and I didn't even know it. <laughs> you totally got date raped, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like I legally got like violated. I legally got violated. <laughs> Yeah, you paid for it, too. Well, your insurance company. Yeah, I, I didn't pay for that shit. <laughs> so this says pentobarbital. It's a sedative and anti-convulsant. So it may... Okay, so it, it, it fucking puts you to sleep without making you have a fucking seizure, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. It says it can treat tension, anxiety, nervousness, and trouble falling asleep. It can help patients relax before surgery or medical procedures. In addition, it can treat epilepsy and other seizures. So... It's an anti-convulsant and a sedative. That's what it is. And it's called peto, pentobarbital. Pentobarbital is what it's called. Pentobarbital? Yeah. I just call it propanol. So is that what they gave you to make you go to sleep? Or is that what they give you for lethal injection? I'm not I'm not sure. I'm thinking. Is it? You know, it's like a cocktail with the lethal injection. You know, it's that's like, what I thought. Yeah. It's like one to put you to sleep, two to slow your heart rate, three to, you know, stop your heart or whatever. Send you straight to hell. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, typically three drugs are used in lethal injection. Uh, Pancuronium bromide is used to cause muscle paralysis and respiratory arrest. Potassium chloride to stop the heart. And a mitozolam for sedation. So I'm guessing they give you my, mitozolam to put you to sleep. They give you the pancuronium bromide to relax your muscles and stop your breathing. And then the potassium chloride to stop your heart. So, yeah, you were right. It's a it's a cocktail yeah. of three you different know, kinds of drugs. You know, I, I watched the thing. There's a, a shelf life on that shit. And, the, and I think it was Missouri or one of these states that had so much of this shit on the shelf and they had so many people that was on the death, the death row. And like, they were just like, just bang, 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 bang. Just like, we got to hurry up before it expires because I guess the oh, state damn. is, yeah, the state is funded by like, they have a fund for that. And like, it takes so much for it to get approved to get this stuff. And it was a shelf. It has shelf life. And uh, there was a uh, apparently one of the death row individuals like it didn't kill him like it should have, and it was like this big ordeal. And it was like, oh, well, the shelf life, you know? They were like, oh, well, yeah, 
I don't yeah. know if that's true, but I've heard that before because technically he served his sentence. Yeah. Because they they gave him the lethal injection. And it's like, but he didn't die. So it's like, well, what do we do now? Because yeah. technically we, we gave him his sentence. We right. gave him the lethal injection. So like, do they set him free? Do they reduce the sentence to life? Do they do it again? Because technically, yeah. if you think about it, he fucking he he well that's he served like the, his sentence. The chair, you know, back in the day when the chair was a big thing, people wasn't dying the first go around. It's like so so if I'm getting the chair, are we talking are you only do it one time for 30 seconds and that's it? And if I don't die, that's it. Right. I, I, can, <laughs> I can go. I'm a free man. It's <laughs> you know what I mean? Like 30 seconds, baby. I rode the lightning. <laughs> you know? Straight up. Like, like I'm out this motherfucker. Go ahead and take this off. I'm done. Yeah. But you know, there was a big thing with the electric chairs. Like it wasn't killing motherfuckers right away. It was like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. frying the fuck out of them. It's like Man, the governor's going to be pissed about this electric bill. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Die already, dude. <laughs> uh, then the, then the, what, the, uh, the gas chamber was a thing, too, man. Like, I think I'd take the lethal injection over all three of them. Or out of the three, it would definitely be the lethal injection. Oh, for injection. sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I hate electricity anyway. I don't want to fucking go that way. And then mm. I, I, I've been in gas chambers with, like, um oc and stuff you know in the army where you have to take the mask off with that shit but and that was a fucking enough i was like god if this shit was like like some kind of toxic shit i did i'd have gave up i think um, it was i think it was peter stumpf um i i could have it wrong on the name but peter stumpf was like a german serial killer and he was like one of the first people to ever be like called a werewolf like lycanthropy and um I, I'm pretty sure they cut his fucking head off and the dude like picked it up out of the basket and his fucking eyes would follow him. And that's when they knew that's when they realized that like, you don't die right away. Like, I think your brain still functions for seven minutes after your heart stops beating. Wow. Yeah. So really? and like, yeah, like he held his fucking head and would like move and like his eyes would fucking follow him, dude. And uh, I have a song called If I Were to Die Tonight. And in the very beginning, the first thing I say is after your heart stops beating, um, your brain still functions for seven minutes. And in my opinion, that would be the longest 420 seconds of your fucking life. And like, it's just crazy. Could you imagine that if like you're fucking dead, but for seven whole minutes, have you ever waited Seven minutes, seven minutes for the bell to ring to get out of school oh, absolutely, or to get off the clock at work. Like it's the longest seven minutes of your life. Yeah. I'm mad. This is literally the longest seven minutes of your life. My uh, Ben said it was Horace Pinker was the man who got his head chopped what off. Was it the guillotine things? That, I'm thinking, yeah. And his fucking yeah. head hit the ground. They fucking picked it up and the dude's still fucking looking at him and shit. And that's when they realized like, oh shit, this isn't like as humane as we thought like this motherfucker's still functioning he's still alive man um i even think he tried biting him and shit i think like he fucking tried i think so but unless that's that could be bullshit i don't know but that's insane man yeah like could you imagine like the panic that would be going through you like oh my god i'm fucking dead like you're literally gonna watch yourself die oh yeah dude yeah i'm looking up that name right now 
Horace Pinker. My cousin's such a dick, though. He'd be making shit up. Yeah, it's a rock band. I fucking knew. I'm glad I looked it up. <laughs> That's not the fucking guy. Wait, was it? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe that band named themselves after the guy. Because he, he'll he be saying some stupid shit like that. I see him in the comments. He'll be like, no, it was the fucking Twilight movie. I'm like, shut up, Ben. <laughs> so I don't know why I even said, like, yeah, it was Horace Pinker. <laughs> I got to stay on my toes with this motherfucker. From now on, I'm Googling everything he fucking says just in case. What a dick. I'm glad I looked that up because I'd have been like, yeah, it was Horace Pinker. And he'd have fucking let me go for years on the podcast. We did a whole episode on Horace Pinker, the serial killer. Come to find out it's a fucking punk band from Chicago. It's the guy from the movie Shocker. That's what he says. Yeah, but I don't know. He could be full of shit. (laughs) No, that, that makes sense. Horace Pinker. I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if it is. Now we got to fucking Google the movie Shocker, because I've heard of that movie too. Have you ever seen that movie, the nineteen eighty nine? Who was that? Michael Ironside. Yeah, he's right. Horace Pinker. After being captured for a series of gruesome murders, Horace Pinker, a television repairman, faces execution by electric chair. But a deal with the devil allows him to come back as electricity. Once he changes into his new form, Pinker goes after the detective that brought him down. That sounds like a fucking pretty cool wow. movie. Is it the is it Michael Ironsides that plays the uh the pink no, guy? It says Mitch Pelegi. Ah. Michael I Murphy's in it and Peter Berg is in it. It's from nineteen eighty nine. Wes Craven directed it. I'm surprised I don't know more about this. Because I swear was... Ironsides was in it. Like, I got a movie? fucking I'm trying to think what movie he was in because I, I swear it was that movie. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know. But did <sighs> I don't know how, how this came up then, but I don't know why we got on the Horace Pinker thing. Probably because we were talking about electrocution, but yeah, for some reason I was thinking he, he meant that it was the guy that got his fucking head cut off, but I think it was Peter Stumpf. Um, House of a Thousand Discourses have been as an episode all about lycanthropy, and I talk about him and that, but yeah, we should do yeah. an episode on Peter Stumpf someday, because that fucking dude, well, it's true crime. We could talk about him right now. Fuck it. Um, he was a, He was a fucking dude. In Germany, and back in the day, like way back in the day, I think like 1800s or some shit, and he he claimed that he made a deal with the devil in the woods, and the devil like gave him a belt that would turn him into a wolf, a werewolf, like when the fucking full moon came and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, like he killed his own daughter and like ate her brains. Like he like this guy was fucking nuts. Um, I'm, I'll I'll check him out. I'll look him up real quick, but. Yeah, like, this is why I wish that fucking, uh, we were more prepared for this true crime thing, but Peter Stump, uh, Peter Stump was a German farmer and alleged serial killer accused of werewolfery, witchcraft, and cannibalism. He was known as the werewolf of Bedburg, and it was in, he died in 1589, and that's when he was apprehended. Oh, and he, he was executed October 31st, too. I forgot about oh, that. Wow. On, on Halloween in fucking 1589, dude. Um, let me find, um, he did something fucked up to his fucking. So, so wait, you werewolf, what werewolf? He was the werewolf of Bedburg. His name was Peter Stump in 1589. So I said 18, I said 1800s. This was in the late 1500s. 
Damn. It was, yeah, 1589. We're talking about back in the day, people burn people for witches and being a witches. Th- this was before opinions. that even. Way before I, that. I'm, I'm wow. pretty sure, yeah, because wasn't Jeez. wasn't like the Salem witch trials. Salem's was like, was it like 18 something? I'm th- it had to have, I'm thinking because like we weren't a fucking country until 1776. Something like that. You know that. what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, but let's see here. Um, that says he was an insatiable bloodsucker who gorged on the flesh of goats, lambs, and sheep, as well as men, women, and children. Uh, he was threatened with torture. He confessed to killing and eating 14 children, two pregnant women whose fetuses he ripped from their wombs and ate their hearts, panting hot and raw, which he later described as dainty morsels. One of the 14 children was his own son, whose brain he was reported to have devoured. My Not God. only, yeah, as he ate his son's brain. Not only was Peter Stump accused of being a serial murderer and cannibal, but also of having an incestuous relationship with his daughter, who was sentenced to die with him, and that he had coupled with a distant relative, which was also considered to be incestuous according to the law. In addition to this, he confessed to having had intercourse with a succubus sent to him by the devil. So he was fucking having sex with his daughter. Among Jeez. other relatives, and apparently a fucking female demon that the fucking devil sent him. But his execution was on Halloween 1589, alongside his daughter, Sybil, and his mistress, Catherine. Uh, it's one of the most brutal executions on record. He was put to a wheel where flesh was torn from his body in ten places with red-hot pincers, followed by his arms and his legs. Then his limbs were broken with the blunt side of an axe head to prevent him from returning from the grave before he was beheaded and his body burned on a pyre. His daughter and mistress had already been flayed and strangled and were burned along with Stump's body. As a warning against similar behavior, local authorities erected a pole with the torture wheel and the figure of a wolf on it. At the very top, they placed Peter Stump's severed head. That's straight up gangster. That is fucked up. That's like how is this? We need to take a fucking road trip. Bedburg, Germany, dude. Oh well, yeah. I don't want the army sending me there because I don't want to go overseas. Oh, actually, Cologne, Germany. That's That's where that's where he was executed. He was executed in Cologne, Germany. Um, his criminal penalty it says death by breaking. Like, God, I must break you. Like, that's so fucking crazy, right? Like, we're talking about ways of execution. They fucking peeled skin off of his body, broke his arms and legs so he can't crawl out of the grave. Then they chopped his fucking head off and burned him next to his goddamn daughter that he was, they say, was an incestuous relationship. So they're making it sound like like it was a, a, a mutual thing, like the daughter yeah, like, was okay geez. with it. Like it wasn't yeah. a rape or a molesting type thing. They were dating. Something. I don't. No, I don't. Dude, I don't. Gross. I don't know. It's like it's almost as bad as getting tied up. Two horses ripping you a fucking part. Oh, that would be terrible. Wasn't that a? Wasn't that a form of? Yeah, like, and uh, I seen it in a movie one time. Uh, Gang Squad, the fucking gangster. Uh, forgot the fucking guy. He played fucking, he was in, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High and he used to fuck Madonna. Everyone's going to be mad at me. Sean Penn, is that his name? I don't know. He played like the fucking gang leader in this movie. It's called Gangs in New York. And I think they like tied this dude between two cars 
And they were like, oh, the fucking coyotes are about to come out and shit because they can hear the coyotes. They pull the guy apart and then like these coyotes come out of the hills and start eating this motherfucker. But yeah, man, that was Peter Stump. He's uh, he's like the first recorded uh, werewolf lycanthropy. Like lycanthropy was um, basically a mental illness back in the 1500s where people thought they shape shifted into animals at night. And it could have been a it could have been a bee. They thought they turned into a bee. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be a werewolf, but just, like, werewolves are, like, way cooler, you know? <laughs> like, if I had to be anything, dude, I'd want to be a werewolf. I wouldn't want to be a fucking bee. Unless it was, like, a Wu-Tang killer bee. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, like, fucking Method Man. Kill like, that'd be cool. Hell yeah, dude. Cream all around me. But, um, <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I think it's pretty fucked up. And, like, I, I, nobody talks about them. Like, I don't yeah, I didn't even why know no. that, dude. Yeah, I dude. didn't even know that. I just, I really like, I'm into lycanthropy. Like, that, my son's name is Lycan, you know, and, like, people are like, oh, do you like the Underworld movies? Like, yeah, they're cool. I got fucking Kate Beckinsale's autograph right here. Like, I do like the Underworld movies, but that's not why I named my fucking son Lycan. I, I got O.J. Simpson signed football helmet right here. <laughs> you do for real, huh? <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Hey, he That's did that awesome. Shit. He fucking O.J. did that shit. <laughs> that motherfucker. Yeah, fuck him. Uh, yeah, I have to look that story up, man. That's pretty interesting. I didn't even know that. Yeah, like, Peter fucking Stump. There's a, dude, I got a, I got a whole sick. episode. Extremely sick. Yeah, he. I don't. I don't know why he ate his son's brain. But he did. And he like all them kids and babies and shit. 14 like, children he ate. He cannibalized. And um Jeez. Yeah, and also he said two pregnant women and he he pulled the fetuses, the heart of the fetuses while they were still like beating and he'd eat them. Um Ben asked if we're familiar with the beast of Bray Road. Audie, are you? I am. No, I, I have no idea. It's a, a local legend. You know how every town has that fucking haunted bridge? Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, let's see. Bray Road, I know, is in Wisconsin somewhere, but it's a fucking werewolf. Uh, the Beast of Bray Road, also known as the Bray Road Beast and the Wisconsin Werewolf, is a purported humanoid wolf-like creature allegedly witnessed in or near the rural community of Elkhorn. So Elkhorn, Wisconsin. It was first... Uh, the first sighting was in 1936, but I did recently watch a documentary called The Beast of Bray Road, and I believe it was on uh, Prime, so you should be able to watch it. Um, it was pretty fucking interesting, and I would love to go there. In fact, I talked to my old uh, – remember when I was on a paranormal committee when I worked at Chrysler? Yeah. Um the chairperson linda i told her about it i'm like we should fucking go up there dude and check it out it's kind of like like for all of our locals up here bloods point road we have bloods point road it's like this fucking really spooky road with this fucking bridge that supposedly this witch fucking you know fucking tormented this guy and he hung his kids and his wife from this bridge and his last name was Blood, so it was Blood's point of, you know, insanity or whatever, crossing the threshold of life and death or whatever. I got a whole episode on my other podcast about that, too. It's called Blood's Point Road. There's the old satanic ground I think I told you about that I've been to. And the yeah, Haunted yeah. Cemetery, Blood's Point. 
When I'm like, yeah. oh, we could go to Bloods Point if you want, remember? Yeah, I remember that. It's it's like that, but it's just in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, and it's this road called Bray Road, and they call it the Beast of Bray Road, and supposedly it's a fucking werewolf. No shit. There's a... I, I, out of my hometown, close to it, a little town next to it, well, it's not little, it's a little bit bigger than Chipley. Uh, it's called Mariana, but it's called Bellamy Bridge. And apparently, like, this woman on her wedding night caught on fire, and she runs off the bridge, but uh, you can take a boat out there and sometimes see the silhouette of a of a fire figure jumping off the bridge. You know, this all this big legend stuff. Um, a long time ago, I had this little boat. My cousin and I were going to head out there, um, take it up the river, <laughs> and uh, try to see this. And and some of the older folks around the area even said, "Yeah, I've been through there at night. I've seen it. I've seen it." But uh, I never once got up there to do it. Um, but it's kind of like what you're talking about, I guess, this tragic story that's circled around this bridge. this like the only wire bridge in the state of Florida that's left standing or some shit like that. But, but yeah. I think any town with a bridge out in the country has that fucking story. Yeah, it's it's uh, like yours. Yours is actually uh, pretty original. Yeah, I've never like, I've never heard of a bride being set on fire. Yeah, like it was our wedding night. Something happened yeah. inside the house. Now, we got one out in the Chicago area called Resurrection Road or something. Mm-hmm. And apparently this girl was uh, she fucking going to prom or some shit. And she got like hit by a car like her and her boyfriend were like in the car and he kicked her out of the car. And then she got hit by a car. Something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But anyway, if you drive down Resurrection Road. Like, there's a girl in a dress, and she'll fucking, like, be hitchhiking and shit. And then, like, people have claimed to pick this girl up hitchhiking, and then she has to get dropped off at the fucking cemetery, and then you drop her off, and she walks into the cemetery, and it's like, sounds like a great Goosebumps or Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. <laughs> Absolutely love it, but I highly fucking doubt yeah, any you, of that shit you, true. Yeah, you don't stop and pick a girl up and take her to the graveyard. Right, right. A great, great horror movie. Love it. Yeah. I think it's a fucking, yeah. I would watch that horror movie in a minute. Um, also, uh, our Bloods Point Road is like, this is pretty fucked up, man, but I, I'm pretty sure it's not real. But there's this fucking, I, I know I've told you this story where there's this fucking bridge. Apparently, like a fucking bus of school kids got hit. Pretty sure it's not fucking true. But everyone's like, oh, yeah, if you go to the bridge. And you put fucking your car in neutral, your car will roll across the train tracks. And then if you put baby powder on the trunk of the car, it's all these little kids' handprints. Every fucking town has that story. It's all bullshit. But what is kind of cool about the one out here on Bloods Point Road is when we went to go check this out, we found this old fucking sign. In fact, it was so old that it was right up against a fucking tree. I mean, directly up against a tree and the tree was huge. So like, it takes a long time for trees to grow. So that sign was there for fucking ever. It was rusted as fuck. And it said school bus ahead. Before we got to the bridge, you could tell that it used, there was a fucking bridge that went over train tracks. You could tell before that bridge was built, the road used to go downhill. And go over those train tracks and go back up the hill. And eventually they just got wise 
and built a fucking bridge over it because it was a pretty fucking steep, gnarly hill, you know? Yeah. But there's like no, and like there's just no evidence on the internet of a fucking school bus full of kids getting hit by a train. I do believe that that there used to be a school bus stop probably in the 50s or some shit in that area before that bridge was made. But there's like no evidence of that happening. And one thing that is fucked up, though, is me and my homeboy Brent, we were driving down that road and we saw a fucking train going parallel to us off in the distance. And when we stopped and got on the bridge to check it out, that fucking train went underneath us and it didn't make a fucking sound like it was. And trains are loud as fuck. But it wasn't see-through or anything. It was a fucking real train, but it was fucking quiet. Like, until it hit the bridge, you know? Then it was like, oh, fuck, that's why it scared us. Because it surprised us. We are like, where the fuck that train come from? Yeah. We didn't hear it coming, you know what I mean? So that was pretty fucking weird. But we were stoned as fuck, too. So, like, who knows? Maybe we just didn't hear the train coming, you know? <laughs> but there's people out there that say, like, oh, there's fucking phantom cars that chase you. Like, yeah. I've never had any. We just used no. to go out there and get drunk as fucking teenagers, you know? Drag race, yeah. shit like that. Yeah, there's several stories around my little hometown of the same shit. Go to this bridge, turn your lights off, and you'll see a car coming at you. And it's like, well, yeah, no shit. You're in the middle of the fucking road. It's like, no, no, right. no, no. <laughs> right. Like, uh, yeah, there's several little stories, you know, and it's one of them. I think it's one of them tall tales to get you to go check it out, but then it's never really anything uh, worth a shit or nothing's really going to happen. Right. Um, and it's never as cool as it used to be. It's like, yeah, it's, all, it's but, you know, your like brother's, we, your older brother's friends and, you know, they're all like, oh man, one time we went there and this yeah. happened. And then like the stories just get passed down. Right. It's just for a place to fucking kids to go and fucking get high and fucking drink beer. Yeah. Like if I, if, if we were talking about this and I was like 18, 19, It'd be the coolest shit. Yeah, let's go check it out. And then we'd make assumptions. But uh, now, you know, 38, 35, 36, 37 years old, it's like, fuck that. I ain't leaving my fucking house. <laughs> no, I don't want to go get a fucking goddamn DUI. I'm going to go yes. drink in a graveyard. I yeah, I don't want to go get a trespassing fucking charge. Yeah, exactly. Like $75 <laughs> fine and shit. Like, yeah. what, you think I'm fucking out here riding on people's handlebars on their bicycles? Come on, man. <laughs> I deserve a fucking ticket for this shit. Come on, man. <laughs> right. I'm going to say that next time I get arrested. I'll be like, what? It's not like I'm fucking getting a ride on the fucking handlebars. <laughs> you should write the chief of police and be like, hey, you remember that one time you or just be like, have you ever wrote a ticket for someone riding on handlebars? <laughs> yeah. No, he remembers me because a few years ago, something, an incident happened and the cops ended up coming to my house. And he was there and he was one of the guys and he was the first fucking one to get there because he knew that address because it happened in the house that I was growing up in. Now my brother lives there and this incident happened while my brother was living there. But I did definitely happen to be there. And the first words out of that guy's mouth was not what's going on. You know, he was like, how's your dad? And I'm like, he's fucking dead, asshole. You know, like, cause he fucking, my dad was like, you know, the story of my dad. Yeah. My dad, my dad in that little town of Belvedere, like, you know, the cops were kind of scared of him, dude. And uh, I think I told you the time about, uh, I know I'm getting off topic, but I told you about the time where um, there was, my dad was talking to this cop and this cop was about the same size as my dad. And then this other like little cop interrupted him. And my dad's like, who the fuck are you anyway? I'm talking to this guy. 
And then the little cop was like, I'm the backup. And my dad laughed. He's like, you're the backup? So after I kick his ass, I got to go through you? Like, <laughs> that was fucking, they all knew who my dad was. And yeah, that was like the first thing that asshole said. He's like, how's your dad been? It wasn't like the first thing, you know, but after everything yeah. settled down, he's like, how's your dad been? I'm like, he's dead, man. But uh, yeah, because he knew my dad for sure, because my dad's been in his face a bunch of times. But he definitely remembers me because this wasn't that long ago. But uh, last thing I knew was like there was this uh, this body that was found on that same road. It was out on Newburgh Road and it was a transgender person. And they're trying to figure out how did this fucking body end up in the woods? And like um, I saw that guy on the fucking TV. And it said Shane Woody, chief of police. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, he's the fucking chief of police now. Wow. Yeah, it's fucking Move crazy, dude. Up, huh? Yeah, good for him, though, because I did, too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not the same fucking kid that he used to pick on, right, you know? Right, tickets for for riding on handlebars. Exactly. And yeah. um, he did tell me that day, he's like, hey, man, because I started getting loud with him and being a fucking asshole because he was accusing me of something I didn't do. So I started getting along. He's like, hey, man, you know how this can go down? He's like, I know the last time we spoke, we were both full of piss and vinegar. And I'd like to think that we both, you know, matured since then. I'm like, you're right, dude. You're totally right. I'm sorry. I'm going to fucking shut the fuck up now. You know, um, I'd love to kind of see him. I don't want to get pulled over by him because who knows what will happen. But I would like right. to be like, hey, man, remember me? <laughs> I'm not an asshole anymore. You, you want to bring him <laughs> on the podcast? Dude. I should. should. I should hit him up, like, man. Let's talk about some incidents you went to. Yeah. How'd you become be the chief of police? Yeah, man. You're a fucking cop. You know, he might. I don't know. He might do it, dude. I'm, fuck, I'm going to write him a letter. Do it. I'm going to write yeah. the chief of police of Belvedere, Illinois, a letter <laughs> and ask him if he wants to come on our podcast. You won't do it. Oh, I will. I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. I'll do it. I know it. you will. I know you will. I should probably just go down there. Yeah, just go down there. Like, what's up, man? Check it out. Yeah, a bunch of weed on me. Yeah, <laughs> you should write. I'll come back and visit you. I don't even smoke weed, people. I don't drink and drive. I don't break the motherfucking law. <laughs> I just podcast and shit. I tell That's you it. what, I'll I'll come visit you. We'll get on your bike <laughs> and ride on the handlebars, and we'll ride up there <laughs> <laughs> like some fucking thugs, dude. Hell yeah, straight up, <laughs> fucking a. That's some fucking. That's some G money shit. <laughs> uh, I would love to go see this beast of Bray Road, though. Like, would you do some shit like that if there was a fucking road in your town where they're like, there's a fucking werewolf out there? Would you go do it? Yeah. It's because you're I white. Would. That's white people <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, oh, let's go look for a werewolf. Black folks would be like, Mm-mm, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> you go first. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've seen this movie. <laughs> I have like one black friend. I got to fucking see if I'll go werewolf hunting with me. It's fucking funny as shit. Yeah, I, I'd do it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff I wouldn't do. I just I just got to be motivated. You got to like sell it to me, you know, for yeah. my ass to move out of here and go do it. Ben wants to it. go. It's uh, I know it's a long ways from you, Audi. It's but it's only forty eight minutes from me. <laughs> so <laughs> if you want to drive instead of six hours to see me, it'd be seven. seven. <laughs> Next time you're up here, we'll do it. All right, we'll uh, we'll we'll meet up with Ben because you need to meet Ben anyway, and we'll go up to fucking Elkhorn, Wisconsin, and we'll go look for the fucking beast of Bray Road. We'll go fucking werewolf hunting. 
That'd be cool. What would you do if you saw, like, what would you do, man? If we were in the car just fucking chilling and a fucking werewolf ran across the road, would you stop, get out, would you fucking now, gun now it? Are we, now, what are we talking about werewolf? Are we talking, like, we're talking, like, uh... Ripped jeans and shit, like, because <laughs> clearly that's a werewolf. He's got, like, this flannel shirt that's all fucking ripped open and shit. <laughs> Seven and a half feet tall Dude, and shit. Are we talking like a spikes uh, coming out of his spine like a goddamn dinosaur? <laughs> I, I wouldn't get out. I'm like, no, this car could not go fast enough, Daddy O. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, my no, no. cousin said shoot it. He's from Wisconsin, so he's like, <laughs> I'll shoot that some bitch. It's like that's their answer to everything. You, you gotta have a silver like, bullet, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, you're supposed to have a silver bullet, Ben. Come on, man. Get yeah, with the times. Shit. Know your shit, Ben. <laughs> they, they race cars, drink beer, eat cheese, and fucking shoot anything that moves. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like Floridians. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. Ben, yeah. like, you didn't even think about it. He's like, I'll shoot that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Get it fucking stuffed. Do you imagine? That'd be crazy. I love werewolves. Like they're just that's just my thing. Like if I could be any kind of cryptid, dude, I'd want to be a werewolf. Werewolf? Man. I think fuck yeah. I think I'd be uh something I know vampires are all sexy and shit and they're always getting laid by chicks like Kate Beckinsale or like Star, the fucking chick from fucking yeah. Lost Boys. I'd probably be a vampire. You know what I just fucking realized the other day? Okay. You know the movie Twister? Yeah. Bill Paxton's fucking new wife is Star from Lost Boys. Really? Yeah! I was fucking watching it. Oh, shit, it is. It fucking is! Yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't put that together as a kid, and I haven't seen Twister since it came out. Yeah, you're right. We had it on VHS, and I wore the fuck out of that tape. But um, we were at Disc Replay, and I saw it on DVD, and I'm like, dude, Twister! She's like, fuck yeah, let's get it. Let's fucking watch it tonight. Dude, that motherfucker... Like, it holds up. A lot of those movies mm-hmm. from the 90s, they don't. But Twister holds up yeah, like Twister. a motherfucking Christmas tree. Yeah, it's Twister's fucking really it's good. fucking dope. And, um, but anyway, right off the bat, Dora's like, you know, that's a chick from Lost Boys, right? I'm like, bullshit. And it didn't take a, but a couple of seconds. And I'm like, God damn, that's her. Wow. I couldn't fucking believe it, dude. I'm like, holy shit, that's Star. And she was also in this funny, like a sitcom. I love fucking stupid sitcom family like fun shows like the goldbergs and like roseanne and shit married with children fucking shit like that like feel good family shows or whatever they're just fucking funny to me but anyway uh she's in this show called uh fuck i forgot what it's called now (laughs) i had it (laughs) but um she's like the super hot it's like your typical fucking sitcom super hot wife fucking overweight dumbass husband you know what i mean then you got the fucking kids like the really smart one the weird one the slutty one you know what i mean it's like your typical fucking i think it's called still standing is what it's called and she was in it she was like the mom yeah she's the mom it's like this fucking sitcom show but like married with children but she's the mom and she's fucking drop dead gorgeous in it really and then she's married to like this big fat irish dude who's just kind of dumb and you know what I mean? And then they got the fucking, it's just like this Irish family, but yeah, check it out. It's, I like it. I like shows like hmm. that though. I'm a sucker yeah, for okay. a fucking good family sitcom, like grounded out. for life. That's another like Irish family fucking sitcom. I love 
that's fucking funny as hell. Yeah, I'll check it out. I I've been uh I've been watching the uh fuck, what's it called? It's called uh Brickmaster. Have you seen that shit with the Lego shit? I have not. Dude, the the fucking shit people make out of Legos. It's unreal. I've been I've been to like Lego World or whatever. Yeah. And um it was cool. You know, they had like fucking some pretty crazy shit, but I've got this TV show. Talk about it. I'm gonna catch up on comments. Tell me about this show. Yeah, it's uh it's like ten contestants. Uh I been watch binged watch the first season yesterday and uh it's like these master builders you know and they and they have unlimited like everything in this in in the in the game and they can make whatever like out of everything uh they want but they're given topics like okay you need to build this giant uh, it has to be 4 feet high skyscraper building and it's got to survive the uh there's like the shaking thing they put it on and uh, like there's like a team that's engineers their jobs in the real world like engineers and like their shit went all the way up to like level 11 and shit. It's like, well, yeah, they're fucking engineers like in the way they were making their shit. But it's, it's really cool because like, you know, as a kid, I remember Legos was fucking dirt cheap. Have you, have you seen the price of Legos now? Oh, it's absurd. And like, in a man, if you have, if you have shit, that's like even just from a couple years ago and that's still in the package, you get crazy amounts of money. Like I know people, I know people who like they'll buy Lego sets that are like, oh, it's Mario or Star Wars or something, and they'll just buy it, sit on it for a couple of years, and then fucking sell it for 150 bucks. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, because think about it, dude. Like, all right, how old's your kid now? Like eight or something? Yeah, eight. All right, let's pretend he's into fucking Mario, right? I or like fucking I don't know, let's just say in fucking two years he's into Mario, right? And it's like, well, they don't make Mario Lego shit, you know, but two years ago they did. You know what I'm saying? So like, no, I that's, get it. That, you understand? Like, I know I didn't explain it that well, but like, no, 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 I understand it. But that's how it is. It's like my son comes at me with shit all the time. Like, oh, I love the Simpsons. And I'm like, there's no fucking Simpsons toys. So then I got to go on fucking Mercari and buy a fucking Simpsons toy that's five years old and I'm paying a hundred bucks for it because now nah, it's a fucking collector's item, but yeah, I don't Here care. I goes, do that shit. Can't open it. <laughs> no, I do. I let him do it. I've spent, I spent seventy five dollars on pop figures, and he's like, rip the box. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like the collector in me is like, god damn it! Like, why didn't I open it for him? And then be like, I'm gonna keep the box, and then when you don't like Killer Crowns from Outer Space anymore, we're gonna sell it, and then you're gonna get something cooler. But instead, I'm like, here's your pop, dude. And he's like, fuck yeah. I'm like, god damn it. But, no. I mean, that's what you do for your kids, you know? It's like, we no, didn't, they I didn't did. have shit like that when we were kids, dude. No. Like, they didn't have fucking Predator toys and Terminator toys and alien fucking Xenomorph toys at Toys R Us when we were fucking five. They didn't have that shit. And now they do, and they're fucking 35 goddamn dollars. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or no, more. More yeah. than that. I've seen like fucking toys that are 50 fucking bucks, but you buy, you know, that's what you do for your fucking kids. And it's awesome. But yeah. no, I've, I've always hated Legos. Anyway, I got this fucking goddamn Mortal Kombat arcade game today. You think I wanted to put that together? Fuck no. 
<laughs> I don't like Legos, man. Fuck a Lego right in the yeah. mouth. I don't I, like stepping on them. I don't like playing with them. I don't mind them. I just, I just wish they wasn't expensive. Like, there's some really yeah. cool Lego shit, man. Like, they got the uh, the Ghostbuster Tower, you know, that oh, you can yeah. put together. Or not the tower, but the station. And Dude. I actually have the Ecto-1 Lego set, but... Uh, I seen a picture of uh, George Fisher, the singer of Cannibal Corpse. And on Christmas, he fucking, his wife got him, like, the fucking Home Alone house. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, fucking 150,000 goddamn pieces. And it was probably, like, 300 fucking dollars, you know? But he's, like, this dude with, like, the neck the size of a goddamn shark neck. He's, like, the <laughs> singer of Cannibal Corpse. And he's, like, fucking super happy with his fucking... Like Legos. Yeah, Home Alone fucking... I can't even... Like that kind of... Um... <laughs> We've had some listeners chime in, so let's. You want to get back to the fucking guy who did it real quick, or do you still want to talk about fucking Legos? <laughs> this is a. It's supposed to be true crime, but I really don't care how long we go because our our guest, um, we we weren't able to lock him in today. We had him locked in, and he's not here with us. So fuck it, I'm gonna get drunk with Audi, and we're gonna do a podcast. So we might bounce back and forth. The topic we pulled out of our ass was true crimes. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we touched on it from the beginning. I mean. No, totally. I, I know. I don't care. We I, I don't topic. care. We can talk about Legos all day long. I don't give a yeah. fuck, daddy. No, I, that, I that's why about... I mentioned. Yeah, Ryan we'll did say, topic. I want the Harry Potter Hogwarts castle, but it's $500. <laughs> fuck that. Oh, I wouldn't want to put it. Fuck. First of all, you got to spend 500 bucks on it, which is absurd. But it's not that absurd. Like, when you really want something, fuck the money. Money comes and goes. You will always get more money. So that's why, like, I say, if you want it, buy it. Make sure your fucking bills are paid. Make sure your fucking kids are fed and have their fucking... They don't got holes in their underwear and socks and shit, you know? Right. Buy what you fucking want. Fucking, when you die, like... You can't take that money with you. So, like, why save a bunch of money for all these people? Fuck that. Your fucking kids can go out and get their own goddamn job, make their own fucking money. Fuck <laughs> having money in a will. That's just my opinion. Instead, they're going to have all kinds of shit left behind. They'd be like, that was my dad's. And they can either be like, God damn it, now I got to sell this shit. Or like, fuck yeah, I can finally play with it because he's fucking dead. You know? <laughs> my, my son's going to be way. like, my son's going to be like, yeah, OJ did that shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's what but I'm yeah. leaving my son. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. No, let's talk about OJ because that Ryan's is like underwear. What's underwear? <laughs> um. Oh, Ben said, Jamie Gertz. That's the chick from Still Standing. Her and her husband own the Atlanta Hawks. I didn't know that. The chick that played Star in Lost Boys, her and her husband own the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, wow. That's impressive. So Nicole here, the chick I grew up with, she coincidentally is the nurse for my children's school. I hate to put you on blast here, but give us five bucks a month to our Patreon. Thank you. Um, so OJ's <laughs> so her her theory on OJ Simpson, and I don't know if this is her theory or not, but she asked about the new theory. Have you heard of the new theory? No. She's, what is it? She says OJ's son killed Nicole. He had a history of violence and violence against Nicole. The glove didn't fit OJ because it was his son's glove. OJ had the car chase so his son could have time to hide the weapon. Now, I don't know. I don't. There's. I don't know who his son is or how old his son is, but there's no fucking way because Nicole Simpson and Ron Golden were cut to the goddamn bone, ear to ear, 
And I'm assuming OJ's son at the time would have been like a teenager. And I don't know if he would have been able to pull that off in one quick swoop. Also, the reason why the glove didn't fit is because um, what was his fucking attorney's name? Johnny Cochran. It was Johnny Cochran. Ron Goldman was the victim. Johnny Cochran, O.J. Simpson's lawyer, had O.J. Simpson go off of his arthritis medicine for a week because he knew they were going to he knew that um, the other team was going to bring in the glove. And so he made O.J. go off of his arthritis medicine for a week. That way his hand would swell. And if you go back and watch the footage, he clearly puts that glove on his fingers, starts making a fist and pretending to tug on it while he's making a fist. So it's not going to go past his knuckles while he's making a fist and tugging on it simultaneously anyway. Um, There's a really good show. I know it's just TV and we don't know what's real or fake because we weren't fucking there. But there's a really good show on Netflix called O.J. Simpson versus the people or the people versus O.J. Simpson, something like that. Yeah. And and it's one of those shows that you can binge watch cuz there's like 10 episodes or whatever and it's really fucking interesting and it like breaks down all kinds of shit and it talks about the medicine. It talks about how they threatened the one uh the prosecutors or whatever were like wanting to bring in the glove and they're like don't bring in the fucking glove, man. Johnny Cochran's too good. Don't bring in the fucking glove. And then so Johnny Cochran was like, if you don't bring in the glove, we're going to bring in the glove like they fucking reverse psychology because they're like, dude, I hope they don't bring in the glove. But they're like, if you don't do it, we'll fucking do it. So the prosecution's like, hell, yeah, we're going to bring in the glove. And then it's like it fucking blew up right in their fucking face. Ken Berg says OJ was only found innocent because they didn't want another L.A. riot on their hands. And a lot of that goes into that show that I was talking about. It was a crazy time. It was the early nineties in LA. And I, I'm right there with you, Ken, that if OJ were to get found fucking guilty, there would have been there, there would, the the racial tension was insanely high and there would have been some crazy. It would have been like the Watts riots or whatever. I think that's what Ken is referring to. It would have been like Watts, Watts riot part two. Um, but also in this country, man, if you're a fucking superstar, not so much now, maybe, but in the 90s. But like they didn't even know what DNA was then. Like they like when they brought it into the court shit with fucking OJ, everybody was like, ah, it's just DNA. Who fucking cares? Like, that's how new it was. Um, They couldn't like pinpoint it down to him, but it was like definitely his blood type and shit like that. Which nowadays that's like a fucking a reasonable doubt, right? Like beyond a reasonable doubt. Yeah. Um, but back then they just they didn't fucking give a fuck. And a lot of the jurors have come forward. I hate to make this a race or racial thing, but like let's be honest, that's how it was back then. Um, a lot of the white jurors came out after the fact and were like, We thought the motherfucker did it. We wanted to say guilty, but all the black jurors were like, fuck you, he's innocent, how dare you? And they would, like, threaten to kick their ass. Like, I'll fucking beat your ass if you don't fucking say that he fucking was guilty. And, like, there was all this tension between the white um, and black jurors. And uh, uh, according to, like, a couple of them, they were like, we wanted to say he was fucking guilty, but we didn't because we knew that 
we would just be there for fucking a few more yeah. days because like because it has to be like a hundred percent right i, I can't, think that's how it works if there's 12 of them and 11 of them say he's innocent but one says guilty doesn't that isn't that a hung jury like don't all 12 of them have to agree yeah. I don't, somebody I don't know please how it, correct me if i'm wrong but i think yeah, I that's how, how it works, works. And I'm pretty sure there was like one lady, one white lady and one white dude that was like, he fucking did that shit. And also another thing, uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, man. I was in second grade when this happened. So I might, I don't fucking know everything, but um, I also, I think the majority of them were black and that was done on purpose by Johnny Cochran. And he, he played that whole racial thing to his uh, advantage in the early nineties, especially in a town like LA because the racial tension was so fucking high then, dude. And uh, Ken, thanks for coming forward with that big hairy pair of yours to say something like that, because most people probably wouldn't. And please forgive me for bringing the racial stuff into the conversation, but that's just pretty much how it was back yeah, that's then. That's how man. it was, then, you know? It's... It was a really fucked up time, dude. It was, it was, and, a, and botched, it was the... a botched trial, dude. Like that whole For sure. Fucking... If they was and, to redo that whole trial, that motherfucker would not. Well, watch that show, The People versus O.J. Simpson. And what it was was it was the it was the Rodney King. I think that's what started the 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 Watts riots, right? Because the cops that beat the fuck out of Rodney King clearly they're beating the shit out of this guy on fucking camera. I don't care if he's fucking high as a kite or drunk, driving his car, being a fucking asshole, whatever. They're beating the fuck out of this dude. They should have just arrested the motherfucker. Instead of kicking a shit out of them. Um, but I get if you resist whatever, you're going to catch one. But you don't need to catch that many. And like, You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if I'm a cop and I'm trying, if you broke the law and you're trying to fight me, motherfucker, I'm fighting back. And I'm going to use the things that my job has given me to protect myself and to bring you into custody. Whether it's a nightstick, handcuffs, mace, whatever. But there were six of them. And they're beating the fuck out of this guy. <laughs> and then the cops got the cops got off with it. And that's when all the black folks in LA were like, fuck you. And they rioted. And I I think that's what happened. I think that was the Watts riots or whatever. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Um and then yeah, I I think that the OJ trial, they're like, dude, if we fucking yeah. if we send him to prison over this shit, we're gonna have another goddamn crazy chaotic bad. shit on our hands yeah yeah definitely i you know it's i think i was in fifth grade i remember watching that shit on tv and not knowing any of it you know just watching it like oh okay but uh as i've gotten older and, and you can even go on youtube and look at some of the, the the trial and stuff and and as an adult i watch it now and i'm like this is bullshit he fucking did that shit he did that shit even you black know. folks nowadays are like, he fucking did that shit. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck like, him. Um, what was it, Dave Chappelle? They were like, we keep Eminem, you get O.J. Simpson back. <laughs> like for the racial draft and shit. <laughs> He's like, up there. Yeah. He was, it was one of those episodes where uh, he was on trial. It's like, if I had to describe Michael Jackson's balls, I'd say there's some glitter and some balls. And yeah, he's shit. like, look. Yeah, he's like, let me guess, a head, a shaft, yeah, some yeah. balls, maybe a little bit of glitter. Yeah, and then he's like, he's like I could pick my own penis out of a lineup, and me and my penis are like this, son. Yeah, <laughs> and then he gets the OJ. It says OJ Simpson. He's like, oh, he he did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking goddamn it! 
Uh, Don't Blame Us podcast is going to go on record for the 100th time and say OJ did that shit. Absolutely. I, uh... All right, Ben I, I says wish. he thinks the Watts riots were in the 60s and Rodney King was South Central. So I'm probably mixing up some shit. Like I said, man, I don't know. I was just a kid when all this happened. Watts riots probably were in the 60s when they were sicking dogs on people. I'm probably mixing things up, so I apologize. Like I said, we're going doing this all off the cuff, and I'm fucking drunk, so whatever. Um, <laughs> I apologize. But, yeah, Rodney King, South Central then. Is that what that – but Rodney King – Happened right before the OJ trial, right? Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that's what. Yeah, happened. it did. Um, I don't know what else. What the fuck we were going to talk about after that, or before that, or whatever. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Any... I definitely. Uh... Oh, I remember now. I was in sixth, second grade when this happened, and my teacher. Mr. Moffat, he was telling all these children, second graders, about this fucking murder and giving us the details about it and everything. And even my second grade ass was like, he did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like getting mad at me. And he's like, there's so much more evidence out there. And I'm like, dude, like they found her blood in his fucking car. <laughs> like this fucking shoe size. He, You know, it was fucking this yeah. fucking footprints blood in his car like what more do you want you know what i mean i'm like he fucking did that shit and he was like he was getting pissed off at me i'm like i'm just at at the time like i was you know just arrogant little kid like fuck you he did it but now looking back on it is like i was a child arguing with a grown man whose job it was to teach me social studies math science english and he's arguing with me about oj simpson this is things that happened in the 90s, folks. <laughs> you couldn't do that today. I told you about how I got a teacher fired over my fucking satanic shirt, right? Because yeah, we're fucking yeah. church and state are separate. You can't talk about fucking religion in school. And she bashed me for my fucking satanic t-shirt. But yeah, I guess that's true crime too, because she apparently broke the law. Because church and state <laughs> are separate. Um, we got seven minutes left till two hours. You probably don't want to go over two hours, right? Yeah, we can go seven more minutes. I'm trying to I'm, find a video. I'm catching a fucking buzz from hell, so we should probably get out of here in the next seven minutes because I notice I'm slurring my words and I'm fucked up. So um, <laughs> uh, Ken Berg says, then he went to prison for trying to steal his own memorabilia back. Yeah, we did. We, yeah. we, uh, we talked about that in a couple episodes, I believe. Yeah, there's a couple um, back. Please support our podcast. Please, please, please. It's $5 a month. You can do that on patreon.com slash don't blame us podcast. I think is that the correct link? Yeah, I believe that's it. Yeah. All right. So five bucks a month. We got we'll some cool shirts you. coming too, man. Yeah, we got some shirts coming. It's up to you to decide whether they're cool or not. Uh, that Give us your <laughs> money for them. I hope you think they're cool. We went the generic route with just our logo on it. Um, Because we just wanted to catch some interest and see if people like them. I really hope they sell. I hope you guys enjoy them. They'll be $20. If you want them shipped, they'll be $27. Um, Five bucks a month will get you access to all of our behind-the-scenes shit. When we get out of here, when we do these live podcasts, me and Audie always call each other back on the same platform with these videos. And then we give our real opinions on the things that oh we shouldn't we shouldn't say this cuz we're live on the internet. So that's when you get to really 
dive deep into our conversations. And we have, we just do all kinds of silly, stupid shit. I make dumb, funny videos um, <laughs> on our fucking Patreon. We do all kinds of dumb shit, and that's really fun. Also, if you are a Patreon for several months, like I said, it's five bucks a month. T-shirts are 25 bucks, so like, or 20 bucks or whatever. So if you don't want to buy a shirt for 25 bucks, you can give us five bucks a month for like five months, and then we'll send you a T-shirt. That's basically how this works. Also, Audi Marsh prints shit. He's an Audi 3. Uh, Audi 3. I told you I'm getting buzzed up. He's a, <laughs> Audi is a 3D printer, and he prints out all kinds of radical stuff. And you can basically sign up for our Patreon and be like, well, I don't want a shirt, but I kind of want that fucking Michael Myers thing. And they're worth the same amount. So can you send me that instead? And like, we, we'll do shit like that for you. So I still got Ryan's over here. <laughs> still? <laughs> yeah. I'm well, pitching I, the Patreon, and you're like, "Oh, I filled it." God damn it, Audie! Well, I was Don't waiting say for that live I'm, wait, on the I'm waiting for the shirts, and mm. I'm waiting to find a fucking top loader for that big ass twelve by twelve print that he's got. Okay, so I'm like I collaborating. Like, Dude, <laughs> no, no, it's not that. <laughs> it's he's got so much shit I gotta send him, and I'm like, yeah, I'll right. I'll keep just piling it on. <laughs> No, that's a, that's a, that's actually a, a good idea because yeah, me as a as a supporter of a podcast, I'd much rather get like a box of cool shit than yeah. be like, oh cool, here's my shirt, and then two weeks well, later, oh, here's my like ten dollars a ship, five dollars a ship, eight dollars a ship. I'm like, fuck, yeah, right. Here's you your know? fucking box, you know. Yeah, that's what I plan on doing. Um, Nicole, Nicole, thank you obviously for watching us this whole fucking time. I really appreciate that. I see the comments coming in. I fucking love it. Nicole asked what our next podcast is about. Um, we had a guest for today, the lead singer of one of my favorite metal bands called Bleeding Through, very famous, popular band. We couldn't lock him in today. We had him locked in, but he forgot his fucking laptop at work at his gym. He owns a gym because he's like fucking monster of a man. Um, so we just went on the cuff and did a true crime thing. We're going to try to lock him in for next Friday. If not... Me and Audie will come up with something. That's typically what we do. Uh, come Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we start texting each other. What do you want to talk about Friday, man? And then we just kind yeah. of figure it out. So, and, and I've got I've I've got some fillers out there on several guests. Uh, trying to work that back in the schedule. Uh, I've got some good ones that I'm just waiting for their agent and their marketing uh, to get back with me. Uh, I, I'm I'm seriously wanting that police officer that responded to the Chris Watts case. Uh, I want that one to happen. <laughs> I really hope he can come on and tell him, tell us, tell everybody his side of the story. Not so much the case itself, uh, because we all know what happened. It's on the internet, but I want to know his point of view. Like, you know, what were you feeling? Did you know it was bullshit? Did you like? Was everything like out of whack? Did you wake up and was like, this day is going to suck? You, you know, just typical like experience. Yeah, we'll see if we can like, get them on. We'll reach out to them. We got yeah. a couple other people that we've reached out to also. We, uh, uh, you can blame me. It's my fault. We had tons of guests lined up for like a month and a half, two months. And then I slept on it. And I'm like, cool, we got the next two months booked. And then I quit reaching out to people. And it was like, well, fuck, I should have kept doing it but there's our, our guest list is definitely endless we have several people to reach out to some of them we just haven't done it yet some of them we just got to lock in the dates things like that but 
between, in all honesty, between us and the listeners and me and Audie here, or as they like to say, between me, you, and the fence, I kind of like it when it's just me and Audie sometimes. I don't like having a guest every fucking goddamn yeah. week. Yeah, it's definitely breaks the monotony of the of the guest thing, you know. It's Yeah, I don't want a guest every week, and then I got to fucking either read their book or watch all their movies or fucking, you know what I mean, listen to their fucking CDs or whatever. It's like, it's, fuck, then I got to do homework. Fuck yeah. that. You know, Absolutely. I quit. Yeah, so it's like now, I, you know, I like episodes like this for me and Audie just to get, go off the cuff. But we're two hours in, man. You got any final words? No, I, I don't, man. I, I I don't have anything. I think you nailed all it right. all on the head. Cool. Please support us. Five bucks a month on Patreon.com slash Don't Blame Us. Or you can go to Anchor.fm slash Don't Blame Us. Something like that. You can message either one of us on Facebook and we'll gladly give you the link. And that all of our you, links are in the description also. So and then if you just want to share the Spotify link to every platform, yes. get tell us your out friends there. about us. Yeah, tell your friends about us. Absolutely. Yeah. If your homeboy at work or homegirl at work is like, dude, I listen to podcasts, or do you ever listen to podcasts? Be like, I know a podcast that I listen to, and it's called <laughs> Don't Blame Us, and they fucking hate OJ Simpson. <laughs> Because he so, did yeah. that shit. He fucking did that shit. But yeah, please tell your friends about us. Tell the neighbor. Tell your dog. Tell your girlfriend. Tell your other girlfriend. Whatever you got to do. Just don't kill them. Don't fucking yeah. kill them. Just file for divorce. All <laughs> right. I th- uh, please follow us on Spotify. Thank you, Nicole. Um, I think we're fucking out of here. Out. I love you, Audie. Peace out, love guys. You, Thank you so you, much. Dude. Yep. Thank you for tuning in to our little Passion Project podcast. Remember, we go live every single Friday night, same damn time, same damn channel. So if you miss it, don't blame us.